All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and happy Friday to you. This is the All You Need to Know podcast on Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 4th of December. The big event you'll want to watch out for later today is the outcome of the Monetary Policy Committee's most recent meeting. Not that any big bang announcements are expected on the rate front. The committee had said in its last meeting that it has decided to continue with the accommodative stance as long as necessary, at least during the current financial year and into the next financial year. Since then, growth has improved quicker than expected with the second quarter GDP contracting 7.5% after a 24% drop in the first quarter. But inflation has not fallen as quickly as the committee has projected it would. As such, the MPC is unlikely to have the option to cut rates further. A Bloomberg poll of 29 economists showed that all expected a status quo on the repo rate. The benchmark policy rate has remained at 4% since May now, following a 115 basis point cut in rates since March when the COVID-19 crisis hit India. You'll find the result of the MPC's meeting, the RBI governor's comments and expert reactions on the website BloombergQuint.com. The Supreme Court yesterday allowed Franklin Templeton to convene a meeting of its unit holders to seek their consent to wind down six of its mutual fund schemes. The two-judge bench of the top court in its interim order said, and I quote, Without prejudice to rights and contentions of all parties, the trustees are permitted to call a meeting of unit holders to seek their consent or approval. Unquote. This will need to be done within a week. The Supreme Court also directed a stay on redemption payment being made to unit holders for the time being. In a statement issued after the hearing, Franklin Templeton said the order will be helpful in ensuring orderly monetization and distribution of scheme assets. In the banking space, State Bank of India has informed customers that its mobile banking application was facing technical glitches due to a system outage. The bank said it was working towards restoring the Yono app to provide for an uninterrupted banking experience, according to its official Twitter handle. An SBI spokesperson refused to make any further comment on the development. In the telecom space, Bharti Airtel reported higher monthly mobile subscriber addition than Reliance Geo Infocom in September for the first time in four years. That's according to data published by the Telecom Regulatory Authority of India yesterday. Reliance Geo had maintained a lead in monthly mobile subscriber addition since the launch of its commercial operations in September of 2016. Bharti Airtel led mobile subscriber growth in September of 2020 with a net addition of 3.77 million new customers. It was followed by Reliance Geo with a net addition of 1.46 million and BSNL with 78,454 new customers. In other news, as many as 50 companies across sectors including real estate, consumer goods and quick service restaurants have challenged the constitutional validity of the anti-profiteering provisions under the goods and services tax. The provision says that suppliers of goods and services must pass on the benefit of any reduction in rate of tax 
or the benefit of input tax credit. The benefit must result in commensurate reduction in prices and the anti-profiteering body or the National Anti-Profiteering Authority is empowered to ensure this. For more details, do look up the story on the website BloombergQuint.com. In international markets, US equities ended mixed, with the Dow and the Nasdaq eking out gains and the Nasdaq ending flat. In the Asia-Pacific region, equity markets have started this Friday mixed, with the Nikkei 225 having narrow losses and the Australian benchmark gaining less than a third of a percent last I checked. The Kospi in South Korea, meanwhile, was higher by over a percent. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning Hormuz, how are we looking like at the end of the week? Good morning to you, Alex, and to those tuning in as well. The last two days may have been quiet for the benchmark indices, but there are multiple sectoral indices that are trading at multi-month or multi-year highs. The mid-cap index is at the highest level since April 2018. The Nifty Auto Index is at the highest since December 2018. The Small Cap and the Nifty Metal Index are at the highest since April 2019. And the PSU Bank Index, which was the top performer on Thursday, is at a nine-month high along with the Nifty Realty Index. Yes, the focus today will be on the MPC rate decision, but still there are specific stocks that you should keep an eye out for. First up, Granules India and the ANDA filed by its wholly owned subsidiary for penicillamine capsules got the approval from the US FDA. The product will be manufactured at the company's facility in Virginia and will be launched shortly. The drug is used in the treatment of Wilson's disease and in patients with severe and active rheumatoid arthritis. For the most recent 12 months ending in October, the penicillamine capsules had overall sales of $67 million for the US market. Next up, Moody's has downgraded Vedanta's corporate family rating to B2 from B1. The firm said that all ratings remain under review for further downgrades. Moody's has cited a persistently weak liquidity profile and high refinancing risks amid growing signs of an aggressive risk appetite as some of the key reasons for the downgrade. Mindtree at its analyst day highlighted its aim of becoming a business transformation partner. Now, despite third quarter being a seasonally weak one, the management has said that it is confident of sustaining the growth momentum backed by a recovery in the top client, healthy deal wins and a strong deal pipeline. ADF Foods is one stock that will be in focus today. Infinity Holdings has purchased a 6% stake in the company at 499 rupees a share and another 2% stake at 501 rupees a share. Alpana Sanjay Dangi was one of the other buyers in the stock, acquiring 1.1% stake at 500 rupees a share. Some other stocks that will be in focus on the back of large deals, Fidelity Funds has bought 0.8% stake in Sudarshan Chemicals and also watch for Matrimony.com where White Oak India Equity Fund bought 0.65% stake while BNP Paribas Arbitrage bought 1.2% stake on Thursday. IPO updates then and Burger King's IPO was subscribed over 9 times post the second day of bidding. The QIB portion was subscribed 2.7 times. The HNI portion saw subscription of 3.6 times while the retail portion was subscribed close to 38 times. 
and some other stocks that were buzzing during the weekly options expiry session, JSW Energy saw its biggest single-day gain in over four years, ending with gains of close to 13%. The volumes on the stock on Thursday were six times higher than its 20-day average. Delta Corp is the other stock which saw its biggest one-day jump since April of 2017. The stock ended 14% higher at the highest level in over nine months. Hentata Chemicals continues its upward journey, ending at another record high on Thursday. The stock ended higher for the 11th straight day and has gained over 40% during the period. A story on Tata Chemicals can be found on BloombergQuint.com, which includes a fundamental picture as well as an advice from LKP Securities' Gaurav Bissa on whether you should or should not be creating new positions in the stock after such a run-up. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty showed that the index traded 40 points higher, around the mark of 13,250. As of closing on Thursday, the Sensex and the Nifty were up over 1% each for the truncated week. A weekly advance this week would mean that the Sensex and Nifty have gained for five weeks in a row, which would be the longest weekly winning streak since July this year. That's all from me this week. Do log in to BloombergQuint.com for all the action on the monetary policy, as well as the reaction it has on the equity and money markets. With that, I wish you a happier weekend, and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Armas. And as always, thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you in this podcast. But as always, do look up the website, BloombergQuinn.com, for all the news and updates over the course of the day. Thanks for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IBM Podcast app? On the IBM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IBM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.